that's mo- that's most of the time what my cats do. Big stretch. <laughs> Welcome to Welcome. the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew. My name is Emily. <laughs> and I'm Jonah Park. And uh, there's three of us this week. <laughs> and I'm really excited about it. Strong start. Strong start. Uh, we're going to have Joe with us as much as we can get her. Yay. Happy to be here. I'm actually uh, rather excited because I think I've been on the podcast, obviously, with you, Emily, but I've not ever been on the podcast with Andrew. So I'm kind oh. of like, hey, we're all kind of in the same, you know, area interacting. <laughs> the same there sense of space with similar background mm-hmm. aesthetic choices. Yep. Pretty much. It's like, <laughs> are you a guitar YouTuber if your background doesn't look like look like this? <laughs> this. I don't think so. I forgot to put my guitar back up. Oops. <laughs> I was looking around to see, like, there's nothing. My head's there's covering the whole right wall. Right there. Ah, oh, really? Yeah. Perfectly placed. Perfectly oh, placed. an empty spot, not a whole hole. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So what's new with you all? Let's start with Joe, because uh, your birthday was last week. Uh, yes, yes, yes. It, it was my birthday last week, and a lot of fun things happened. Um, I basically got a few new pedals, uh, which were great. I got a Dimension C, a boss pedal. I also got a uh, 1981 DRV Hyperfade. I did have the nice. white one, but now I have the uh, black uh, version of it, which was the one, if you ever asked me, the one that got away, that was the version that I never got. And then, uh, what do you call it? Will Bennett pretty much knows that story. And then he's like, hey, they're in stock again. I was like, oh, Oh, the time. Oh, well, such a Why, thank you. Yeah, that's why I said I told him that. I was like, you're so sweet. You remembered my story. And like when you saw it, you told <laughs> me. So I now have yeah. it again. Oh, the other sweet. thing that I have uh, is I didn't plan on it, but I have a new guitar. Ooh. Shiny. It's shiny. For those who are listening, it's, a, it's an Epiphone hollow body, yep. Gretsch-ish vibes. Yeah, it is an Epiphone Emperor Swingster. It is wine red, and it is very pretty. I love the fact that it does both single coil and, of course, when you do the pull-up on the uh, knobs, uh, the tone knobs, it basically turns them both into humbuckers. So it's going to be a lot of fun exploring new kind of um, sonic possibilities, per se. And also it has a Bigsby, which I didn't have a Bigsby before, and I always wanted to try (laughs) one out. So... Super I like Bigsby's, yeah. yeah they Some people are, are kind I of foo foo them. Yeah, I mean, I always, you know, at least with my Jazzmaster and also with my uh, St. Vincent, which I guess in some ways is more strat like, I guess. Um, the tremolo bar, what I was always timing, I'd always have to reach for, it would be out of the way. And I was like, you know, um, with it, it's just right there. Um, I don't really have to go that far to get to it. Um, and yep. it's, you know, I don't even have to apply that much pressure. And I'm already obviously, you know, doing like a little bit more uh, fabu to the playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I've, I've always liked Bigsby's. Uh, the first guitar I had a Bigsby on was actually this this white jazz master. Mm-hmm. Um you can see in the background yes. of my videos. I can see. And uh, this guitar shop was having a big sale, like 40% off everything. <clears throat> and uh, we came in kind of late in the day and that jazz master was there and some guy was looking at it. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to oh, no. buy it. Oh, no. And he says, <laughs> he turns to his friend and says, who the hell wants a jazz master with a Bigsby? And I'm like, oh, me? Oh. <laughs> don't insult my children sir no no not at all <laughs> save your dumb the, thoughts uh, yourself of course uh what's the other things that i got um that was the gin obviously thank you very much that was you're welcome rather, that's freeland gin nice. yes it's just some freeland gin which is a portland nice. based woman-owned distillery um yeah i like their stuff <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, a botanical or a dry, or they have different it kinds. Was, I think I said it was dry. very. It was it, it well. It, was, it tastes very botanically. Uh, it was really good. It was forty five percent, which I was like, oh, it's kind of like navy strength almost because normally it's like forty percent. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, it's the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they had one that I had bought. It was pink, and that was extremely mm. botanical. Yeah, very Oof. flowery, really nice. Yeah, but they didn't have that. 
from no, the service no. I use. So I tried. It was still it was still lovely. So I thank you. I appreciate it. And the other thing I got was I think uh, you said Megan L helped with putting it together. My cat's heads on like some royal like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was her heads. idea. It was great. Like I always wanted something like that, but I never, I'm a graphics person. I could have, but I was like, I never got around to it. And then like, when I saw the box, I kind of had an inkling. And then of course we opened it up and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So a bunch of uh, demo people, we got together to get you those gifts. So Ann Slikowski, Emily and Russ, um, uh, Ryan from Demos in the Dark. And I hope I'm not forgetting William and Hondo. Yeah, uh, so Willa so Hondo Felder. No, I really, um, really appreciate you guys. Yeah, yeah, but that was that was Megan's idea because we were brainstorming. And, uh, <laughs> what to do? Yeah, and she just like came in with a winning answer. I was like, absolutely, yeah, that's, that totally was. As soon as I opened, yeah. it, I was like, yes, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, and, ha- and huge, huge thanks to your partner Carlos for yes. uh, helping. <laughs> he's there somewhere (laughs) i'm glad you had a good birthday overall yeah it was wonderful so yeah it definitely was a lot of fun and you know really grateful really thankful to everyone that obviously pitched in and got me a few things and yeah Mm. it was just really great yeah cool uh andrew you got anything new uh i I got out of the house this week Good nice. for you, man. Uh, went, saw <laughs> so some local that's band. a big feat. Yeah. You saw yeah. some local band. Yeah, some lo- I mean they're okay. Something <laughs> about like women in country and um although the uh, uh the guitar player had this uh really, really awesome amp. Ah. Had like a, a wolf on the front of it. Oh my oh, god. Oh, it's not that up was- there right now. It's it's still oh, it's uh, not. in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't put it Every back. Time- Every time I see wolves in a moon, I think of that whole three wolf moon shirt. <laughs> yep. Oh, I had I had one of those growing up. <laughs> well, anyway, so I got to I got to see Emily uh, play a show this week. I think awesome. officially the first time I've seen you play a show live. Yeah, it's weird how many times like that's been happening lately. Like someone I know coming up to see me play for the first time. Oh my god, I'm not complaining because no. it was it was the other Wednesday. My brother saw me. My brother, sister-in-law, and niece all saw me play for the first time. And then you saw me for the first huh. time on a Thursday, this past Thursday. Yep, it was Thursday. That's awesome. That yeah, was a good time. Yeah. Good. And, uh, yeah, we ended up in Georgetown after that till like midnight. It was great. Nice. Right. Yeah, we we had to get home. Uh, Rick had a, an early phone call the next day. Yeah. And also I had a uh, gig the next day. <laughs> I had the, the, the chill <laughs> day of work the next day. So I, I got to stay as late as I, as I wanted to. But. Nice. Nice. Good. It's good that whenever you do get out, you get to get, kind of take as much of that, you know, time as possible rather than going, oh, I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. Got to go home. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, I, we definitely pushed it. So by the time we made it home, I was definitely like walking to the door, drop the keys, fall into the bay. <laughs> <Done. Yeah. laughs> I'm not out. 22 anymore. No, no, no. My body tells no. me that all the time. <laughs> no. I think Hello. it was fun. It had a pretty good turnout and I uh, got paid. Um, but so nice. for people who don't know what Andrew's talking about, I'm playing in the house band this summer for two um, editions of the Women in Country series at the Royal Room. And those are really interesting because the only rehearsal we get is the day of, generally speaking. Yeah. So um, we have charts. I kind of learn the songs. And if the key gets changed last minute, I kind of get like, "Ah." sometimes I can pull it off and sometimes (laughs) I can't. Uh, Someone did change one of the keys. Yeah. Uh, It's always an adventure when you see like a singer puts like uh the key of g on mm. you're like do you mean the key of g or do you mean key of b flat played with a, in the g shapes with a capo on like yeah, yeah that's that's no. important <laughs> that is very important because I've, I've played with both kinds of singers ones who understand um a little bit of theory and ones who just are like uh uh about what's this, what's the chart uh-huh. <laughs> 
So yeah, the the ones where music is theoretical. Yeah, it's not music mm. theory. It's that music is theoretical. Right. Uh, but it was great. Um, had a lot of fun. I hope you couldn't tell that we'd only played together the day of. Oh my god! But you guys did phenomenal. <clears throat> yeah. Like, yeah. If you hadn't said that you hadn't practiced together before, I wouldn't have known. <laughs> That's professionals. <crazy>. Yeah. <laughs> it was. High it was guns. one thing. Yeah. One thing that's kind of funny is that previously there were, had been a lot more singers at these. Everyone did two, one or two songs, one with a house band and one solo. Um, but this time it was just five singers and they all wanted to use the house band for every song. I'm like it's, it kind of evens out. Hmm. Not too bad. Yeah. And then the next day I played a random park in uh, Eastlake felt, felt as random as it was. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, I, I got kind of annoyed at the organizers because like they, they gave us pizza, which was really nice. Not what I wanted, oh, but the, nice. the office pizza. Here you go. <laughs> the office pizza. And then oh, when morale. I had, they had like <laughs> a cooler. They had a cooler with pop um, in it, mm-hmm. soda pop. And uh, I asked for one and they said that they it would be $2. Oh my God. Really? And I was like, wow, screw you guys. So oh. I went uh kitty corner. There's a bar called Otter and mm-hmm. I, um, I knew they had bottles of water for sale. So I said, yeah, they're trying to charge me for water over there. And then the oh woman gave me just two bottles of water for free. And then I bought, oh, she's like, you know, we sell to go cocktails too, right? <laughs> <laughs> the upsell. Yep. So I bought one of those. That pizza. <laughs> oh yes, I, the negotiator. I uh, I got one of those and I shouted them out from the, the stage. It was really nice of nice. them to give me some some water for free. <laughs> yep you 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 gave them exposure exposure bucks <laughs> exposure bucks and cash money. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I'm sure you're glad you went to the otter side. Ooh. <laughs> break on through break on mm. through <laughs> yeah and then after the show uh a couple of the band members and i we went to zoo tavern uh block five block away mm-hmm. and i was so i watched some guy go up to the jukebox he played free bird on oh the jukebox. no and <laughs> he played that no. and he played um house of the rising sun Oh, yes. like, why are you playing just like the worst songs ever like the most overplayed songs ever and those are the ones yep. that you go to when you have a jukebox that has like literally a hundred thousand songs in it because it's a digital one yeah yep uh in <sighs> the in the ukulele community i would say the equivalent of like Freebird is somewhere over the rainbow yeah i'm sure <laughs> Every, yep. everyone's mm. like do you want to play this it's like no i don't no. want to play that <laughs> No, sure, sure don't. No, I want to shred and play punk. <laughs> Leave me be. Oh, and that one uh, Jason Mraz song. <laughs> or that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one. No. Uh, I, my favorite Uke song is uh, Tonight, Tonight. Oh, yeah. No, uh, you belong to me. Tonight, you belong to me. Just a little old me. Bop, bop, bop. Duh. I love a song about cheating where cheating's good. <laughs> oh, funny stuff. Um, yeah. So if he, that guy played Stairway, I'm like, man, you're playing like all the songs you're not supposed to play at nope. guitar stores. Nope. He's like punches and sits down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finger just like his arms, like yeah. <laughs> a hand like just awkwardly resting on his belly. You're like, is there a finger in your belly button or and just really awkwardly enjoying it so proud of himself yep. so proud of himself and his basic music taste like there's nothing wrong with liking those songs there's a lot wrong with playing them on a jukebox yeah jukebox should be songs that people know but aren't sick of uh, yeah <laughs> or just good songs i feel like the, the same goes for cover bands yeah that's fair yeah i agree uh, there's a but- we're at a, a community event uh, with fireworks and stuff last night hmm. and uh, they had a cover band on stage and they played Oasis by Garth Brooks and I wanted to be like I wanted to be mad but I'm like no this is a banger <laughs> are you talking about so- the song Friends in Low Places yeah 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 okay <laughs> oh my god I'm like, 
Garth Brooks Oasis. Mm. Is it is it not called Oasis? No. Why do I remember it being called Oasis? I don't know. I like the song. Anyway, here's song. Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, it's called Friends in Low Places. Because yeah. you can tell because yeah, in country music they lo- they love I Yeah. Uh and country loves to um have title a song. They start with the title a lot of times and they like to book in the chorus uh-huh. with the, the title so it is more present in your memory. It's very formulaic, but it works. Yeah. So I've got friends sense. in low places. Da, 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 da. Oh, and then it ends with I got friends in low places. Yep. And yet you still couldn't remember the name of it. Yep. No, I'm just I'm broken. <laughs> Failure. Yep. It failed. I'm used to uh boring song titles. Oh my God. I wish people would stop naming songs like the abbreviated way you'd write it on a set list. <laughs> yeah, that that's horrible. <laughs> like, give me long it's like song the shorthand titles. Shorthand, or yeah, it's like their shorthand. Like, if you look at, I don't like Morgan Wallen at all, and this is one of the things I Who? don't like. Exactly, it's fine. Um, <laughs> exactly. Embrace it. He, let me pull this up. His discography, his most recent album. It's a double album, which is usually a bad idea. And a Whoa. whole 182 oh. views. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that's like having like a whole bunch of songs and just like not knowing which ones to choose. So now we just put oh them in. God, it's <laughs> All like of them. 30 songs. Oh god, no. But like. I like to call that the spaghetti on the wall approach. Just kind of throw it all and see what sticks. Yeah. Oh, forget oh. being a fly. Jesus on the wall. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty bad. Um, just these, these, they're so. There's the titles are so short and kind of dumb. That's my that's my perspective on it. My car, my wife, my dog, my horse, my truck. Your bartender, <laughs> beer don't. <laughs> beer don't what? Something country. This bar country ass shit. Need need a boat. That's what you'd write on a set list for a song that has a much longer title. Annoying. That's just how I feel. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's how you feel about it. <laughs> yes. <sighs> yeah, but yep. Bring back long titles of songs and records. Yes. Not necessarily if you want an apple long. Just No. We don't need full paragraphs. We don't need 90 words. We don't need a 90 word poem. (laughs) No, we don't need, I was sitting, staring across, looking at the lake. It looked lovely. We don't need those kinds of titles. (laughs) Make that that the song. Just make that I think we should just have no song titles. Oh my, you can figure it out. That'd be a great, (laughs) a great concept album where there's no song titles and you just have to go off. They just post the lyrics as the song title. That would be the most then, artistic approach. That would be like, I want you subjectively of the viewer to give your own song title as you listen. Just got a bunch of dudes drunkenly brawling at the bar at 2 a.m. over what they called the song on the jukebox. I don't know. I thought it was the other one. Oh, my God. I just pushed that button. What's that classical music? Calling stuff like Prelude 124. Oh, yeah. Elude to to spring. I'm like, (laughs) Etude to spring. If you look at what Chopin, Chopin song names, they are Nocturnes, Op 9, Piano Concerto, number one, Etude Op 10, number three. Bless you. Uh, (laughs) It's annoying. (laughs) But yeah, music's cool. I really, oh my god, yeah, stretch, um, big stretch, big stretch, big stretch. I know, I stretch. Hard. I can't do anything else. I, I don't know how it is out where you're at, Joe, but out here it's um overcast, which is very strange because it's been very nice weather the last few days. Yeah, it was oh, so yeah. sunny and warm at my my show, and I was using that silk tone fuzz, um, and. Like I, I, I kind of said it at the beginning of the set and I looked down and, and it, the, the bias number had changed because the temperature changed. So I just got to go down oh, and shit. adjust that a little bit. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I watched that demo where you were doing uh, that self tone and I, of course it's like, you know, 
almost like a short attention span. Oh, look, numbers move. Yay. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. I think it was like, I don't remember if that one had an intro, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be honest. A lot of times when I do the musical intros, I yeah. just take like a two second video of the setting um, and then I play it because uh, just to save on like bandwidth and stuff. And because the yeah. setting doesn't change, but the song time, like, I, I can't do that. Everyone's going to know it's just like a one little loop, like a three second loop that I just like extended oh. indefinitely to go under. Because I don't want to be filming two things. Like, I'm already filming myself no. playing. Yeah. It'd be a lot of work. So, yeah, I, I, I cue it in. I do my little three seconds and then I do it on my main cam. Yeah, always try to keep it simple or you end up like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With just artistic as fuck videos. Heaven forbid. The worst. Yep, Heaven taking forbid. fucking months. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's hot I... as hell here. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. We It's yeah, going to be in the would 80s be hot next hell. week. Yeah. Oh no, that would yeah. be cool temperatures for us. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have AC. Yeah, I, I am very thankful wherever I go. You know, we're kind of prepared here at Floridians that we we have AC everywhere. It's either in your house or whatever store you're going into. Thank God, because it's a medical emergency if you don't. Yeah, I've played some shows. I mean, not played. I've attended some shows where um, like it's hot and then the band asks for no AC. Oh, and God. I actually was reminded of that because I saw a Tyler Mahan Co tweeted about how he sat to tell bars in the summer venues in the summer in texas that they had to turn oh off the God. ac for an hour before his dad took the stage david Al- david allen co because it bothered his throat bothered his throat yeah i i went to a show uh we went to go see at the uh, the culture room i went to go see tiger army and the guy was up there singing on stage and he kept obviously having to keep drinking, but he was profusely sweating. And again, it was it was so hot and everybody's so crammed in this room. And uh, yeah, he just had to keep drinking and apologizing because his voice was just by the end of the night, like being affected by the fact that it was so hot in the room. Yeah. I mean, everyone's everyone's voice is different and their needs yeah. are different. And some people just don't like AC. Jonathan Richmond famously just doesn't like AC. It bothers him. I, lo- I, I love AC. <laughs> I love AC. I'll be that person. I love yeah. it. <laughs> no, I'm um, sitting six feet from my AC unit. I should name it. What should I name my AC unit? Well, Gary's taken. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I can't steal Gary. Is it Gary or Glary? What did they call that AC? It's like a hum named their AC unit something. Oh, my God. Um, no, I, we just I would got go our- with Eric, but that's already my mini fridge's name. Um, well, Melissa named that one. We um we got our electrical panel upgraded, so hopefully we'll get AC soon. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, it would be great. We've already paid for it. <laughs> Put that shit in now. Yeah. Isn't it funny how that works? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I don't want to talk about it. Um, yeah, so I think it would be a good time to say uh, if you if you if you enjoy the podcast, please rate review on iTunes. Um, like, comment, subscribe on YouTube, follow on Spotify, wherever you're listening, please give us some extra love. It helps new listeners find the show and it, it's, it, it makes me feel good or bad depending on what the review says. And if you would like to, you know, have a venue where you can suggest names for my AC unit, we do have a discord channel. Yeah. If you, uh, you can join that discord channel, um, via patreon it's a patreon exclusive five dollar month tier and um we have other tiers there as well five is the most popular because it gets you into our friendly little discord server yeah where we talk about stranger things yeah yes (laughs) secretly secretly we talk about it spoiler alerts (laughs) yeah i finished it last night um i don't think there are gonna be spoilers at this point no, no, I don't, I don't think we'll have any spoilers when we talk about what we're going to talk about. Okay, good. good. Um, but finally, if, if there's any merch you want, please consider using the affiliate links in the video description. We have them for Sweetwater, Perfect Circuit, Reverb, Seymour Duncan. I feel like I'm missing one. <laughs> but those are our current affiliates. Um, please consider using them doing the things you're going to do anyway. 
Love you. Stuff and things. Things and stuff. Stuff and things. Buying stuff and things. I didn't get to talk about what's new with me. I got um, a purple special cranker from um, what's the website I got this from, Joe? Uh, You got it from uh, Gear Hero, I think. Yeah, Gear Hero. Mm -hmm. It sent me this bag. It came wrapped in this bag that I don't want. Yeah, just anybody listening, they also are the same people that do um, Pedal Genie, which if you are into subscriptions, it's something I did for, I still still do, yeah. Uh, When it comes to renting pedals, they're really great. They have subscription program. I got in earlier, so I pay a cheaper rate than whatever it is now, (laughs) but uh, whatever list that you make, Whenever you rent a pedal, you get that pedal. They send it to you. Whenever you're done, it's like Netflix. You know, you're done as long as, you know, you're paying the subs. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, the old Netflix. Yeah. So as long as you're holding on to the pedal, you just basically get charged the sub per month. And then when you're done, you just mail it back and they send you the next pedal on your list. So you kind of, if you're on the fence about a pedal that I really don't really want to spend that money. I don't know if I'm going to like it. It's a good way to try. And when I first started, that's how I was doing it to rent them before kind of, I bought them just to be sure that I was going to like it. Um, so I definitely recommend, I've never had a problem with them. Really great guys, uh, pedal genie and they're located at your hero. So that's why I brought it up because it's the same place. (laughs) This is not sponsored by them, but if they would like to sponsor, (laughs) that would be lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Call me. <laughs> Call, me. <laughs> Call me. Call me. So- we can work something out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but- My people talk to your people. We'll get things moving. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just having a crisis over here. I'm like imagining telling my kid in a few years that back in my day, we Netflix used to mail us the DVDs. Here, <laughs> Grandpa, let's get you to bed. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I remember when I used to have to flip my cassette tape over to side B if I wanted the other half of the album. All right, Grandma, time to go to bed now. Oh, my gosh. What I is accidentally this put my favorite video game in the Netflix box before we <clears> sent <throat> it back, and I never saw it again. Did you really? <laughs> uh, I don't think it was a video game. I'm trying to think of what it was. I definitely sent something back, and then they, they Netflix mailed it back to us because they wanted their DVD, and we got charged like a fee or something for it. <laughs> Is that you were we trying to pull wrong, one over on them? We got the wrong one back. Yeah. 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 Or or yeah. it's like a yeah, or it's like a band that you've like watched it or you know live or gone to, and then like your kids sometime later, it's like yeah, I discovered this new band Nirvana. I'm like yeah, I went to go see them live, and like the the whole like the awkward silence of like yeah, you just discovered music that I grew up with. That's great. <laughs> Did you see Nirvana live? No, no, I did not. Okay. <laughs> like, wow. That kind of thing of like the kids like, oh, you would know like, about I'm doing it. The I'm doing math. Like, <laughs> no. I had like, you saw no. Nirvana when you were like, eight? no. <laughs> I would have been great if I would have. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, great. it's a whole thing of like when you know with the Angus D. Teen is like, yeah, you wouldn't have heard of them. They're like, oh, really? <laughs> Let me share yeah, I, that. <laughs> I remember getting into like Nirvana and shit when I was an Angus D. Teen and. Mm. I'm really glad that the, nobody was too gatekeepery about it because you can't be there. Of course, popular no. Fans, of know. course, like I went as a kid uh, with my dad. I saw Def Leppard. I've seen Ozzy Osbourne. I've seen. Um, oh my God, you two! I've seen live. Uh, who else have I seen? What? Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper many times. I love Alice Cooper. Oh, I I've saw Alice both. Cooper at Bonnaroo. Yes. It was fun. Yeah, I love his shows. Anything theatrical, drama, like, I love those kind of shows. I've seen Kiss. Like, I've seen kind of the (laughs) I've seen Kiss, too. Yeah, Yeah. I've seen Kiss and Aerosmith a bunch. (laughs) Yep, I've seen Aerosmith a whole ton of times. I bet, dude. I know why. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I, um, speaking of Netflix, Hmm. uh, Stranger Things dropped all of its episodes. I kind of waited until they were all available and I was less busy to watch them. But I, I had been hearing the whole time that mm-hmm. Kate Bush was had a hit song again because it's used in Stranger Things, like only like forty lot. years later. Yeah, yeah. So because of that, she holds record world records now as both the youngest and the oldest woman to have like a number one hit in the UK, nineteen sixty five. That's really cool, and it goes to show the power of um this like visual media like tv and movies yeah still has to make songs popular often popular again i feel like that's that's what's kind of key 
because I'm kind of struggling to think of a lot of examples of like newer songs that were really sent into fame on on TV or movies. But I can think of a shit ton of examples of yeah. classic songs that exposed bands to new audiences. And Kate Bush is just one of the more recent examples of that. And it's yeah, also think- funny to me because like. You, you go you go ahead go ahead i don't want to get too far ahead on the point <laughs> no it's fine i was just thinking of worse like when i was younger when i thought about when we used to listen not with streaming but i used to as a kid listen to more soundtracks like the bands mm. that would be on like the movies like one of my favorite movies of all time it's like the top tier for me is the crow that album and also the film score i listened to both of those but any of the music that's there were were from artists that were very prevalent in the 90s. Like, they were very it at the time. But, of course, unless, you know, obviously that time period, you probably wouldn't have... They would have been a new thing. It wouldn't have been. It's many bands that we know now. But it's, yeah, it's interesting and, how we're introduced. And a lot of those songs would have been new for the movie yeah, the time. a lot of times yep. especially mm-hmm. whatever they picked from for the single like you think about batman whichever batman yep. and seals kiss batman kiss forever rose. batman and robin yes kiss more yeah. rose that was on yep but then you that see, was like, like I, artist's way of like kind of trying to break into the mainstream like oh get on a movie like that's then i remember that's what a lot of people were trying to do yeah and, and looking at the the track listing for um the crow there is there's a mix there's yeah. Secure, Sense yep. of a Pilots, Nine Inch Nails, Rage, yep. Violent Femmes, Henry Rollins Band, Pantera, Jesus and Mary Chain. Like those are, you know, big bands. And then there's yeah. some other ones thrown in there that I haven't personally heard of. Um, yeah, I ran that album into the ground. <laughs> I guess it explains a lot of things I play. <laughs> Yeah, the so the single from that movie was "Big Empty" by STP, yeah, and that so song first appeared. Yeah, first appeared on mm-hmm. the soundtrack. Yeah, um, yeah, and like I, I bought soundtracks when my favorite bands would have like an unreleased or new song on them. Like yeah. Third Eye Blind had a had a song on the uh, oh god, I don't know. They had they had they had some songs on some soundtracks, so I bought those. Yep. Just and you'd for have to that. buy the soundtracks. Yep, yep in order yep. to get it. Yep. <laughs> That's how they get us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Although, is there an argument to be made for the biggest song on a soundtrack of all time? Because I, I think there's a candidate we haven't talked about yet that I'd like to to toss and toss into the hat. I mean, I think the answer is Prince. I was gonna say "All Star" by Smash Mouth on the Shrek soundtrack. Somebody. That is ingrained. Yes. In in my generation's mind. Oh, it is. In your yeah, yeah in your generations for sure. That was definitely a big example of something becoming big again. That song, yeah. but that song is is was huge in like ninety nine, two thousand. Uh, Isn't that when like Shrek came out? I, I think the other the other one on that album was "I Need a Hero" Shrek is by Eminem. Was it Fruit yeah, Fruit or so, Imogen Heap was also on that album of I Need a Hero. That also was another one that was pretty good that was in that movie. Yeah. All-Star came out in 99 and was a hit song in 99. Yep. Um, Shrek was 2001. So that's just, just two years later. A couple it years, yeah. Big again. I really don't like the Shrek soundtracks. <laughs> Why? I don't like what they've done. I, 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 like, I don't Subsequent- want to be too... No, I uh, let me think of wh- how I can say this. Isn't there like a shitty ass version of Hallelujah on a Shrek soundtrack? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. really Maybe it's a not fan shitty. of. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of that song. I mean, I understand it's you know, why people like it. It's just not my. Hallelujah, favorite. performed by Rufus Wainwright. I love Rufus. I don't think like anyone should ever do that song again. No one should <laughs> ever do that song ever, ever, ever again. And I that, that reminds me of, of Thursday. You know how at the end of the show, Andrew, uh, all the singers came up and they did a verse from Crazy by Patsy Cline? Yep. Well, someone wanted us to do Hallelujah instead. Oh, like, well, no. one, no. Katie Lang's not particularly known for that song because it's partially a tribute to Katie Lang. And pe- I think people are going to be confused by it. That, and was, also, that I don't would be too heavy. That was too heavy at the end. That's too heavy a thing to end on. <laughs> I just don't like that yeah, song, too heavy. Man. 
Yeah, um, I'm not a fan of it either. I mean, again, every, you know, every song is valid in its own sense, but um, I don't yuck yums, but it's not my thing. All right, list of songs featured in Shrek. Uh, I'm a believer. That was the other Smash Mouth one. Wait, yep. yeah, so I guess I had two. Because I'm a believer was what actually the single from it. Yep. It was actually the single from it. Um, so then I all starts just on there. Then there's Hallelujah as performed by Rufus Wainwright. Uh, you know, and I bad reputation. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one's in there too. That's a song I learned about from Freaks and Geeks because it was the um, intro song to Freaks and Geeks. And uh, thankfully, no one called me a poser for discovering Joan Jett from that show like people are doing a little bit right now because that's the other element as there are a lot of people there's it's gatekeepery it is so i hate that shit so much gatekeep gaslight girl boss (laughs) yeah um so that's it's it's people who like i've seen memes of like discovering kate like how weird it is like oh I, you didn't discover Kate Bush back in like 85 when the song came out. I'm like, no, because the people who watch the show, some of them are watching for nostalgic reasons, but a lot of them Some of them are, didn't exist yet. They only as are kids. Like, lighten yeah. up. Like, let people their parents, enjoy yeah, things. Yeah, their parents yeah. were kids. Yeah, their parents were kids back then. Yeah. And there's not, there's no wrong way to discover no. music. And so, But why does it bother people, though? Because it's like it's like an me first kind of thing. Yeah, it it is like I'll if if I'm talking about the band Ghost, there is certain what first two albums that people like. Yeah, that's the heaviest. All the other shit is trash. That's when it was good, you know. And they're just angusty and angry and gatekeepy. And you can't all you normies can't be here with me. Like I was like, all the fandom is everyone. Be accepting. The more of us, the better. Yeah. We all love the same thing. We all like different aspects of the same thing. Like, and if you, you actually like things, yeah, if you actually like the artists that you like, you want to see them do well. And like yeah, the idea that there's want. a wrong way, the idea that there's a wrong way to discover music is mm. uh, gross. But I, I think another, I, I think me first is part of it, and I think that there are some people who think there's a I right them way. First, yeah a right way to discover music and that's through like diving through record crates or something. But yeah. like, I, I mean, I discovered that Kate Bush song, not because of stranger things as a teenager though, um, because the whole steady name check Kate Bush in one of their songs. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people discovered Kate Bush because uh, a band that was pretty big when I was in college, raw, raw riot covered her song uh, suspended in gaffa. And um, so the whole say is a line. She mouthed the words along to running up that hill. That song got scratched into her soul. And then as a good little hold steady fan. Yeah. Nice. You, you look that one up and uh, you're like, Oh shit, the song is great. And uh, it's like the same. It's the same. It's so weird to say that my way of discovering music is better when yours is not because that kind of thinking happens a lot in our culture. Like, oh, it's fine when I do it, but not fine when you do. It's well, the it's hypocrisy also, of it. It's not Yeah, it's the whole thing, too, where it's like, oh, now the thing that I was the only person that was, you know, it was the cool thing for me to be coveting. Now everyone is exploring and loving this thing, and it's everywhere. And I don't want this. I want to be unique. I don't want to be part of the big crowd. Like, it's very much like a I do not want this said thing I was like no but this is a good thing like when I was a kid um you know I listened to Nirvana and one of those tracks that is the most like I guess underrated and most people really didn't give a shit about because it was at the end of the album everybody fucking loved when they basically started to put it with the recent Batman movie and it was played everywhere do you know how happy that maybe that one of my favorite Nirvana songs like started to be played <laughs> which song was everywhere it? under the you know underneath the bridge like you know that mm-hmm. something in the way like that one so yeah, yeah like that that started to play everywhere and for me that hadn't heard it in a long time and seeing everybody fall in love with it the way that I kind of did and even new generations I love that I love seeing kids discover music that I grew up with that was at the time kind of like a little known like thing like oh it's you know kind of like the last track 
hidden who cares it's like something i probably just added on but to me I, there's a lot of subtext and i love that complexity sometimes of written work um but yeah the fact that everybody because of batman it was rejuvenated and everywhere yeah. <laughs> i love batman so it was like okay great i love this even more now <laughs> yeah i think there's another thing that that kind of ties into that where i sometimes people who discovered a band when they were teenagers or whatever mm-hmm. They're surprised when fe- there's almost like a surprise and distrust when future yeah. generations discover it. I, no, I, it it's kind of it. like it's like neat what Nita Strauss plays for um, Alice Cooper's. Staff. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. She yep. talks about like going into grocery stores wearing an Alice Cooper shirt, and some guy says, "Ah, oh, but yes, you're not even old enough to know Alice Cooper." Like, <laughs> like Alice Cooper is very famous. Yes, has been very has maintained. A very impressive amount of fame, even as he gets yes. older. I remember being a kid and seeing him in commercials for like back to school sales. Oh my god! Now, <laughs> yeah, and if you're I mean, at an, if you're a certain age, you know maybe there might be like kind of a lull in the middle. But when yeah. the people who were your original fans have kids, their kids turn into fans too. There's this Americana band called the Bottle Rockets, and uh, I, I saw them once at like a Sirius XM thing. And they were talking about how um, someone asked him, like, how, you know, you go to one of your shows and there's it's a there's a big young crowd, but you guys have been making music for like 40, like 25, 30 years. Like, what can, what do you attribute to that? They're like, oh, yeah, well, we we fully noticed this um, as well. And we, we were just playing shows. There's an older male crowd, older male crowd. Then yeah. all of a sudden these like late teenage girls start coming to our shows and we're like oh cool young fans and then there's more of them and more of them we're like this is weird where are they <laughs> finding us so they finally went up to some of the girls like just out of curiosity how'd you find out about the band and and they would say oh my god my dad played played your records all the time Aww. and they were a little bit like i'm old i'm old but, then the, but that's how you survive yeah. that's how you have a, a, a career your whole life is because is when you can um connect with younger generations when your music is not yeah. so dated and well, a lot I, of times that comes when parents introduce their kids to good music yeah like at least for in my aspect of growing up with certain music certain albums let's say i'll use aerosmith my dad and my mom have certain albums that are theirs but of course as i reached a teenager i would say nine lives was my album that i loved a lot and that was my <laughs> thing Alice Cooper, obviously the early albums, my parents loved that. My album that was my favorite was The Last Temptation. I mean, there are different things that I can appreciate their music, but then out of that whole series of like all the music that he's released over the years that I listened to, that was the one that was in a certain period of my time, maybe my teens or in college, that uh, that was my album. You know what I mean? But I do respect everything that came before it. And when I've gone to a ghost show, there was like, it was 2018, November. There was such a wide array of different age ranges there because it pulls from different styles of music. Uh, I saw people that were in the 60s there. I saw people that were my age there. I saw people being younger than me and everybody got along and everybody was sweet and nice and just having a great time. And I really think that's what music is about, bringing us all together and enjoying something and being in the moment. Yeah. And to try to gatekeep any element of that is really, it's really gross. I mean, it's one thing if you say like, I don't want fascists to listen to our music. Yeah, that's different. (laughs) (laughs) But just like if someone is pure of heart and just wants to enjoy. But is there, is there a, is there any exception for something like say Glee? What's wrong with Glee? (laughs) Other than making an overplayed journey song, even more overplayed. That's sure. a banger. That's a great song. It's a fun song. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's been uh, so. The reason why I, I kind of in jest bring that up is, you know, we'll say I've been together for seven, eight years, something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, going all the way back to dating, she's like, "Oh, I think I heard the song on Glee." I'm like, "You've never heard Jump by Eddie Van Halen." <laughs> um, so it's just been like a back and forth, uh, a casual teasing thing for years now like we uh, anytime she's like wait i think i've heard the song glee before like nope 
pause it. We're going to go find the song. We're going to like actually listen to the song. <laughs> I think part of that is, you know, if you watch like music related television, not MTV, but like VH1 and you're my age. Yeah, of course, you know, a lot of weird 80s, 90s, yep. 70s, 60s songs because they still played like classic music videos. Mm-hmm. They did behind the music. They did a lot of classic yep. stuff. But if that's not like what you consumed and you were more of like a casual enjoyer of modern music, it, it's, it is more likely that you're going to discover that kind of stuff through, you know, media that features music like Glee. Yeah. Um, sure. <clears throat> so like, oh my God, there's so many songs in, in Glee. Leaving on a jet plane. Oh yeah. There's, there great. are a lot of songs. I, I think, Le I think Freak? for me, it's the, uh, analogy it'd be like if someone's like oh yeah i had a hamburger i'm like but have you had in and out like let's look at the real thing now <laughs> uh, ignore that. i know that that won't land with everyone but it's that's a personal <laughs> example for me yeah i mean and i think it's always good to you know go back to the source material i don't yep. always necessarily think the source material is better i had a tiktok this week where i'm like there i think there are performers where i'd rather listen to somebody else cover their music than them actually play it and uh the examples i gave were the beatles and bob dylan you can like the beatles you can like bob dylan but you know what i've liked the covers i've heard a lot better personally they just connect with me more and uh someone else said uh that was tom waits for them i'm like i get it tom's voice isn't for everybody randy Mm -hmm. newman's voice isn't for everybody and so sometimes you just want to hear somebody else like cover that um who has a different take on it. It's like the Beatles, like I, I, I'm sorry, Dylan, you probably wouldn't find anybody who disagreed that Hendrix's version of all along the watchtower was better or for the Beatles that Joe Cocker's version of with a little help from my friends is better, hmm. which is a sh- song I found out about from the wonder years. No one's telling me oh my God, how dare years. you discover Joe Cocker through the wonder years. Well, because that's how show. a lot of people did. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. <clears throat> so the, the, even Metallica had to come out and like basically tell their fans to cool their cut the jets. Shit. Cool the jets. Cut the yeah. shit. Yeah. Cut the shit. Stop yeah. trying to gatekeep Metallica. Because one, yeah, everyone should be able to enjoy the music yeah. that they want. And if you if you love a band, you want there to be new fans. I mean, it sucks when your favorite band that you used to pay fifteen bucks to see and you can get right up close. It, when they take off and it costs like 75 bucks to yeah, see and then them you're to in get the nose close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer. Um, but, you know, good for them also. No. And of course, they transcend time. They're a new generation. Yeah. There's more people discovering that they don't get lost to the sands of time. I mean, like yeah. it's it's kind of like a legacy that they leave behind, not only for the fans that obviously eventually move on, but the younger fans is what carries the torch from there. And it influences their music if they become musicians. And then it all spreads out like it's a ripple. It's good. It is a ripple. That's just a good word for it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, so uh, if you're if you're gatekeeping someone for discovering Kate Bush through Stranger Things or Metallica, or Metallica through Stranger Things, cut the shit. Don't be an asshole. Don't be a dick. You discovered if you're not, unless you were like a teenager in '85, <laughs> yeah. you discover Kate. You discover Kate Bush later, also. Yeah. Right. Like, and how did you do it? How 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 could it possibly be the right way if someone else's right way isn't? Like, maybe you discover Kate Bush because you like Tori Amos. That's, no, that's as valid. Yeah. yeah. That's just as valid as discovering it through Stranger Things. Of course. Like anybody as, who's ever told yeah. me, like, I discovered some music that I already knew, then I can kind of geek out with them. And I was like, oh, this album. They're like, oh, I love that. This song. And I was like, oh, my God, me too. So, I mean, it instantly becomes something we can, as people, connect and share. Like, it's, yeah, it's totally. good. Well, and I think taking another level past that, like discovering mm-hmm. artists, but also discovering like a, a whole genre or a sound. Itself, yeah. And absolutely happen. Uh, example that comes to mind for me is I was a kid, I was, uh, I used to play a video game at uh, the neighbor's house called Splashdown. Oh which is my a God. Water ski racing game on PlayStation 2. Wow. And the, the, soundtrack by and large is just a whole bunch of pop punk stuff and i was like wait a minute this sounds awesome oh, yeah like tony hawk and all those games like yep. all the like yep. uh racing yeah. games i would listen to yep. all the music tracks that came with those yeah i played games growing up so yeah i know all about those oh yeah so yeah. like the the track had like some 41 and sr71 yeah. and 
Fuck yeah. Uh, SR 71. Oh, what was the song? It was like the, okay, hang on a second. It was the, you can do it. You can do it <laughs> right now, <laughs> right now by uh, SR 71 was the, the theme song for that, uh, for that game. It was like etched into my soul. <laughs> yeah. The sunny hawk games were, yeah. were for me a lot, a lot of punk, but I, I don't know. I guess a lot of people still discover music through through video games, but um, yeah, I never mm-hmm. played a lot of games that have like soundtracks like that lately. Like they're more like original soundtracks, like Eastward. Yeah, most most Harvest of the games that I've been playing, I guess in my adult life, has been open world, like mm-hmm. either The Witcher or Horizon Zero Dawn, where they all have original music or Assassin's Creed or anything like yeah. that where everything is kind of fully scored and immersive, which I love. I'll just listen to those tracks sometimes while I'm working. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, it's a vibe. It's a mm. vibe for sure. I can't, I can't work with stuff that has lyrics in it very well. Um, especially the writing, but I try, <laughs> I still try. Although every once in a while, like a game soundtrack, like fully original, like also yeah. takes off a bit. Like uh, think of like the, the Wii. Like the the homepage yep. music. Yes. I've heard that on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna never forget it. You're gonna hum anything you hear a thousand times. Now I'm gonna hear it all day. It's your fault. I have fallen asleep at more sleepovers than I can count with that. Just like. We're like, well, I don't Playing know, we want to play another game. I don't know. And it's just like, no. we slowly fade. Yeah. <laughs> accidentally tip over a Mountain Dew can as her hand falls off the edge of the couch. Oh, my God. And then, like, as you're dreaming, you're, like, in the in the lobby. <laughs> Where are my feet? I have no feet. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It's okay. I didn't Sorry. have a Wii. I, I, the, I, the me characters don't have feet. Okay. And their hands are just like floating orbs with no arms. Yeah, it was weird. It was it was it was a time. Time is an experience. <laughs> I just got my old Wii out uh, like last month, and I went and plugged it into my TV. I'm like, oh no, these graphics are not as good as I remember them. Oh, I also imagine so. If we want to talk about games and music, uh, what do you call it? Um, rock band. You think? Rock oh, band oh yeah. how do we make it this far without? Yeah, I don't know how it. We got there. Yeah. Yeah, we got there. <laughs> All the roads carry on my way with right. sun. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people discovered that song from mm-hmm. from that game. I discovered it from Strangers with Candy. I yeah. don't know which is weirder. I don't know which was less that, legit. Like I don't know it, if this is actually true, but like I have it in my mind that like uh, Guitar Hero is the reason why Dragon Force took off. It is. At least partially. And what was so it? The fire uh, and the there was, and there they was didn't get paid la- very much for that. Of course not. Yeah, uh, I think they, they had was, to they... re-record the parts, and then they didn't get paid really well. Oh my fuck, that sucks. That does. Yeah. But yeah. Although super rabbit trail, but did you guys see the video of Herman Lee's uh, guitar neck snapping off his uh, off the body mid show? No, holy yeah, I went tossed out and caught it, and like it, it was a set neck, and it just poof, or through body neck, Whoa. and just snapped. And he just like dropped it on the ground and grabbed another one. It was like clearly not on purpose. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, he could do that if it was any of us. It'd be like, no, God, why? <laughs> yep. Depends on your insurance policy. I guess. Y'all have that. If you have one. Yes. Oh, uh, rock band. Uh, no, there's a, a whole bunch of songs in there that, uh, mm-hmm. that I, I m- learned from rock band. I remember, my dad oh, yeah. played like in a co- garage cover band when I was in high school. I showed up I'm like, oh yeah, I know Mississippi Queen. And they're like, you do? See, <laughs> so Soundgarden yeah, was on that. I'm sure a lot of people discovered a lot of grunge. No, there was that. a lot of music even that I grew up with that I knew people were starting to discover because it was music I already knew. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. There was a lounge that was around where uh, I lived. No longer exists, unfortunately. But they would have rock band nights. They would set it up and it, it ended up becoming kind of like a rock band karaoke night. It was like every week. It was amazing. <laughs> We'd all sing the songs that were on the track. It was great. I love wow. playing the, the, was it I sang and I love playing the drums. I think as good as I got maybe was medium on drums. Coordination was not good. 
There's a new pornographer song on, on really? Rock Band. Yeah. Family friendly. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, womp, womp. Uh, yeah, Nirvana garbage. It's it's largely yeah. it's largely modern. Like I'm paranoid, I think. Yeah, like modern. The Sabbath. Yeah. Iron Maiden Run to the Hills. I'm sure a lot of discovered Maiden that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Clash, uh, Rush, uh, Aerosmith, uh Jefferson Airplane, uh White Pixies. Rabbit. Yep. Pixies, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Then their bonus. Stone Temple Pilots, I think, was there too. Yeah, there was a lot of yeah, there was a lot of good music. Yeah. There was a yeah. lot of good music in that. Yeah. Um, and then that that whole platform didn't really have a lot of staying power. Yeah, it got to a certain There's a whole bunch of sequels, but yeah. Yeah, I think once it got to maybe like past two, then it started to like drop off of popularity with people. So yeah, it had a good it had a good run. I mean, I li- I wish they'd do something yeah. like that again. I mean, that would be kind of fun when I guess we can kind of gather all together safely. That would be fun times. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever Rock band, that. Guitar Hero. There's like a whole bunch yeah. of like different variations on the concept. Yep. I think those were the two big ones. Gibson Light and I think what is- Fender, or was it just Gibson license out the headstock shape for the controllers? Do, do Sounds like a Gibson thing. <laughs> do they break? I, no, wait, hang on a second. Hang on a second. <laughs> I'm starting to remember. Isn't there, a, isn't there a game now that's kind of like it's Rock something? I'm trying to remember. I think what... that they still do. They still have it. I see people on TikTok with them all the time. Um, oh, Rocksmith. There it is. That's what I was trying to remember. That's Rocksmith? the one I think that's still. Yeah, Rocksmith. You actually supposedly do actually learn the songs while playing the game. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff like this. Yes. Um, nice. OG. They're right I there. Think, <laughs> I think it's it's Coach yes. Guitar has like you learn the kind of rock band sort of mm-hmm. visualization. Yeah. Um, I Someone reached out to me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <that's laughs> oh, great use of intellectual property. This is for the Wii. <laughs> yeah. I forgot I had this. Um, someone reached out to us. They sell this, um, it, it, like you attach it to your fretboard and it has like light up LEDs. Oh, we're, we're weird. And, uh, you're supposed to be able to learn songs that way. Does it like lay it it. on the fretboard flat underneath your strings and therefore like you follow like the laid trail, like breadcrumbs? I mean... I don't know. I I <laughs> follow can't the yellow brick road. Like this is how it's you It's like play the, the light up keyboards that you can get for kids. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Mary had Hold a little up. lamb kind of right, I'll go look. Yeah, don't uh I put it in the chat. Okay. Um, but I just oh, I see what learn you mean. guitar with the LED. Interesting. I just don't understand it. Yeah, interesting. I, I, I see mean, what they're going for. I've seen other variations of this. Okay, I understand. I know yeah, this looks like the that. sort of thing that'll uh, look terrible in about six months as the adhesive starts to oh. peel and yeah. leave behind a residue. I just don't understand how you can learn guitar like that. No, personally. you just you follow the lights. It's I I feel like I wouldn't actually. That's my problem with like musician and stuff like that too. Like I am just following whatever the screen is telling me to do. There's not something cohesive going on to me yeah and you're not learning the why of anything no, that you're doing not at is all a problem right. i have yeah. some music books. theory it's that music is theoretical it's playing it's playing a game like all i am is just hitting the dots like at the right time to it i don't know to me i guess and i'm sure some other people would feel that way that there's a little disconnect of me actually learning okay, what did I just do at the end of it you know what i mean like it, it i would finish right. and yeah. then i'd be like okay mm-hmm. now how do I do all that again? I mean, you're just learning tablatures at that point. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. that's why that's why I'm so into books um, for learning things. Like I have a few chicken picking books. And it's, it doesn't necessarily get into the full theory of anything. So it's not, you're not feel like, you don't feel like you're getting really in the weeds, but it will mm-hmm. tell you like how to move this shape to this key, how yeah, to nice. like incorporate it. And that's like, at least that is more than just kind of learning sh- like to, how to be a mm-hmm. parrot. You're like, oh, it's more, it's a little bit more like learning how to talk, like like uh, conjugate verbs almost. Yeah. Um, yep. So I like that better. I don't know about this thing. 
um, at all. Yeah, yeah. Coach Guitar is the same. They have that whole like, um, like scrolly sort of thing that Guitar Hero and stuff has, and Hmm. I, I don't know how people learn from that. Yeah, it's not my. I mean, some people can. I mean, again, all all forms are valid when it comes to learning guitar or instrument. If that's how you learn, hey, great. I mean, I'm audio visual, so it's like. YouTube videos or being in a place with someone and having some feedback is great. Um, but for mm. me, books are difficult, like, you know, that whole thing. Mm. And then like when it comes to like playing like a video game learning, like software kind of interactive app that doesn't work for me either, but other people it does. Mm. Like, so I'm glad those forms are yeah. out there though. You know what I mean? Works I- great for drivers though. It's like hold stick, hit drum. <laughs> Yeah, of course. I wish they had more kind of um, apps or ways in which that you can play without a drum set. They've had those kind of like air drums and stuff like that, that they've over the years kind of developed, but I don't think they're there yet. Yeah, there is a there is a VR experience over the drum section Mm -hmm. at NAMM this year Hmm. that was um, very strange because they they basically put VR heads on and like attach you the the various controllers and then they had TV behind it. It looked like. Mm-hmm. They were playing like it's a, a, I mean, it was like PS2 graphics, but it was still like they yeah. were playing a drum set in VR. Mm-hmm. Like you can raise the height of of the drums. Like you can place different ones there. Like I looked yep. at it at the time, and it was actually pretty cool. But it was like, but it's not there yet. You know what I mean? But they're they're trying yep. to get there though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I I worry about people who learn guitar through these kinds of more mm-hmm. visual scrolling apps. My big concern for them is how do you, you take that and make it so you're able to communicate with others. And I think that's an important and understated, like underestimated part. Like I was not understated, like mm. underutilized part of music. The, the importance of it is not given the weight. I think it deserves. Um, you got to be able to communicate with people. And sometimes like even on Thursday, like working with a bunch of different singers, they would, they would, sometimes we would have trouble communicating like what do you mean when you i remember there was one time we were talking and then the drummer and i kind of looked at each other and we looked at the pianist and said can you explain what you mean when you say whatever she said yeah yeah, yeah. because we just had different ways of describing things sometimes and you know i just want to make sure that if however you learn you have to try to learn a way to effectively communicate with, with others. Otherwise you're going to have a, a hard time. No, I totally, I completely agree. But the more I think about it, and of course, listening to what you just said, I really think um, what's good about those apps or those scrolly programs, right? If it gets people into playing an instrument, if it's an introductory thing, and then yeah. from there, they find other ways of exploring how to learn music based off of falling in love with playing the guitar. And then the other forms allow them away from the app. They've moved on. Um, Give them that kind of dialogue that they're able to communicate with people. Great. Maybe it's good introductory. I will give it that. Maybe it's a good way to get people playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the very least. (laughs) And that's what's, I think that's the most important thing to mm-hmm. get people to stick with it and at a point yeah. though you, you may show up for a gig be handed a, then, a, yeah. a chart and it says like dias alcoda and oh and they're not know gonna what know what that mm-hmm. means then you don't nope. then you're gonna be lost the yeah. coda yeah yeah like what are these is symbols that a, is that a state dakota <laughs> and even like in, in charts they're they're inconsistencies sometimes a dominant seventh is just written seven and sometimes it's given a triangle to not yeah, confuse some, from yep. major and minor sevenths yeah i've seen that <laughs> yeah like diminished will be what's what is diminished like a dot is it a circle a circle yeah it's like, like a little circle a little circle um, yeah and then like sometimes you get charts as f plus F plus what? Yeah, I like sh- that's that's frightening. Yes, no, 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 that's just the grade that I got on my music theory class. Yeah. Um, it's uh, well, F augmented is what the plus sign means. Uh, so okay, augmented, yeah. yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so yeah, so you like I had a chart last week and it had triangles, circles, and yeah. augmented plus signs. You're like, 
I, at least I know what this means. Know what that means. I, yeah. Because if I just played a if I just played a B seven instead of a B seven diminish, it would sound shitty. It wouldn't be the same. It would sound wrong. Or major minor seventh. Yeah. It's different. It's easy. Yeah, sometimes I would be like, I really don't want to play this F the way it is. Let me see. Can I get away with an F seven? Nope, that sounds too happy. Don't like that. <laughs> yeah. But I love a good major. Minor. Nice. Fun stuff. Nice. Um, yeah, well, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Because uh, I think we're, we've been going a little, we've been going for a minute. Um, a second. It's been a good time. Yeah. So um, out there, if you want to support the, the channel, the podcast, you can like, comment, subscribe, support us on Patreon, follow Joe's channel. At Pedal Playhouse. Yes. Um, place. And yeah, we got merch at getoffsetpodcast.com slash shop. And uh, rating review on iTunes. Andrew's wearing our shirt. Pretty neat. Uh, and yeah, for everyone out there, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. My name is Andrew. Joan of Hart. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.